What's up, y'all? Charlie Small Takes, we're back. 2023, what's up? It's been so long. Uh, sorry for all the lagging we've done. You know, we had holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I had Hawaii. Austin's moving, but well, I won't get too far into that. I'll let him talk about it on the next Big Small Talks. But we've had a lot. Uh, I started work again. So it's been kind of, you know, up and down for the last week. But I'm back. And Big Small Talks will be back soon. So let's just get right into it. Um, you know, obviously we're going to talk about movies because that's what I do here. We're going to rank the uh, the top 15 movies I've seen uh, of 2022. So I wanted to do this at the end of last year. Didn't really get a chance to. So we're going to do it this year. I'm not doing albums and TV. I think I want to save that for Austin. Um, so he could have part of this too because the first year we did it together. But yeah, so we're, I'm going to rank a bunch of movies. Um Nothing too crazy today. No eat money, easy money bets. Uh, we might have a life advice at the end. That's uh, TBD. But yeah. So, but what I want to start with today is uh, a Megan review. 2022 was a good year for horror movies. And I'm happy Megan came out after all these movies. Uh, it was very interesting. It was about what I thought it was going to be. Very memeable. Very... It's like unexpected comedy. No, sorry, not unexpected. Unintentional comedy. That's what it was. Unintentional comedy. And I might have had the best crowd for it. Or the worst crowd. We were laughing the entire time. It was just, I mean, all the memeable, like, the funny dialogue, the quotes, the, uh, I mean, the murder scenes. It was hilarious. Um, it kind of made the the watchability, like, you know, bearable and everything. Um, it's what you expect from a horror movie. I mean, it's not as bad as Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends was dog shit. Dog shit. I hated Halloween Ends. But uh, her dancing, the, the shit she says. I mean, she sang like three times. Megan, the the doll, the robot, is just singing. It's ridiculous. So honestly, all around, I don't know if I'd want to rewatch it without the same kind of crowd. Because if I'm watching this like seriously, it, it was so bad. Typical horror movie. Bad dialogue. Um, you know, runtime, great, like an hour 30. That's perfect. But my small take. So I think we're going to change it. We had Chuck's take and now we're going to go my small take, I think, work in progress. 6.7. It's fair. It's fair. I would say the movie experience was probably made it like a 7.8, but it, you know, if I was going to watch this here at home by myself, I'd be like, what the fuck am I watching? And if I paid $3.99 to see it on Prime, I would be pretty pissed. So, yeah, that's pretty much just a quick little review of uh, Megan. Okay, so I want to talk about uh, my top 15 movies of the year, right? That's kind of what I wanted to do, obviously, of 2022. Um, but, yeah, let's just get into it. Obviously, there's a lot of movies I did not see. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Um, but my top 15 movies of the year. So... At 15, I'm going to go Black Phone. Black Phone was really good. Uh, I thought it was shot well. I thought it had a really good story. Um, the problem is it just didn't age well with me, I guess. It hasn't sat there and resonated with me as, uh, you know, the Barbarian has or Smile or Nope. So I think it probably is the, you know, the worst horror movie on this list. Uh, but still a good movie. Um, I would definitely say I wouldn't have paid money for the movies, but if you watch it at home... I think you're pretty. I think you like it. So, um, at number fourteen, I have Avatar: Way of Water. Uh, it was shot nice, looks really good. Um, the dialogue's bad. I will say they make every kind of 
military man have like the worst military dialogue of all time and the little kid with cornrows or dreads or whatever he sucks he i'm just gonna say he sucks but everything else in the movie i actually thought it was probably better than the first one but these run times like the three hour run time like dude come on like this thing could have been easily done in like two hours two hours and i think this movie's actually really good like take out some of the the fat in there and i think this movie could be really strong you know obviously it's going to get the numbers because of we've all been waiting for it so I would just, yeah, I think 14. I think it's a good spot for it. Uh, at 13, I have Spirited. I really like this movie. Um, it could easily be like a Christmas classic. I mean, how can you go wrong with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell? I mean, I don't even have to say more for that. At 12, I have Wakanda Forever. Uh, it was really good. Um, it starts off hot. You're like, oh shit, this is going to be like, this going to be like movie of the year. It starts off so good and then just drags and tails off and it's disappointing because i really thought this was going to be one of the best movies of the year um a little bit of a letdown probably still the best marvel movie of the year uh not the best comic book movie but the best marvel movie uh definitely better than doctor strange uh definitely better than uh what is it thor love and thunder so yeah i I thought it was good i thought it was good you know worth going to the movies we're seeing the movies, the the ending where uh, it's kind of like a, well, actually the beginning where it's a moment of silence for Chadwick and how it ends with Rihanna's song. I, I mean, beautifully done. I just, they could have done a little bit more with the story. Um, it just, it kind of tails off when it, su- it sucks because this movie's done, it starts off so great. Number 11, I have Nope. I really wanted to put this higher. I really, really wanted to. I love Jordan Peele. Keen Peele's like still one of my favorite shows of all time. But let's be honest, it's probably the weakest of the three he's put out. Of Us and Get Out, this is probably the weakest. Kiki Palmer is amazing in it. She's probably the best part of the movie. It It's just interesting how everything kind of unfolds. Um, I love the things he did, the infrared uh, lighting he talks about. I mean, like that could be like a game changer in the movie industry. But it, you know... I think a good spot is 11. It's right out of the top 10. Very good. You know, I, I'm very happy with the movie I watched. I'd probably rate it, you know, like an 8 out of 10. Like, very solid. It just, you know, when you're thinking of Jordan Peele and you have, you know, Get Out in your head and then you have Us, you, I just expected a little bit more. Um, probably wasn't the best horror movie of the year. So now we're getting into my top 10. Uh, at 10, I have Glass Onion. Um, I thought this was good. Again, not as good as the first one. Um... But a good story. I, I mean, how can you go bad with that ensemble of cast? You know, and, and it definitely had some good twists and turns. Uh, a lot of comedy. The first one's still so good, though. I rewatched it before watching Glass Onion. And it, I, you can't beat that. I mean, Chris Evans is amazing. Anna de Armes is so good. I, there's so many good parts about that movie. So, yeah, I thought Glass Onion was very good. Uh, Ten. Uh, number nine is Smile. Smile was crazy. Okay, so I was not expecting... I was expecting it to be more like Megan or Black Phone or Halloween Ends. Kind of like the typical horror movie. And in a lot of aspects it is, but the pacing is so much better. The shots are so much better. Um, it, the the horror in the moments that you don't think are, they're going to be horror. I mean, this thing was constant. Like nonstop hitting you with shit. Good twist at the end. Um, apparently every scary movie this year wants a big... Uh, woman in some sort uh, but good I mean I, I loved Smile I would watch it again um, I you know would rate it like an 8 out of 10 I, I think it was great 
Uh, at number eight, I have Turning Red. Uh, definitely not one I thought I would have this high uh, going into it, but ended up being really good. I heard a lot of really good things, didn't really know what to expect. Um, and it kind of like took us away. Uh, Santa and I watched it and it was a great movie to watch. I, you know, great story. Uh, you know, just Disney did really well with this one. So um, yeah, it's in there at eight. Uh, number seven, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This movie was hilarious. It was just like Gen Z dialogue the entire time. Um, and just kind of goes into like paranoia of probably the next generation. Um, it was so good. It was so funny. Easy watch. I, I thought I had a blast watching it. We're dying laughing. Um, and kind of like throws you for a loop at the end because, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of wondering who's the killer and then it kind of turns out, well, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, you'll find out, but I thought it was very good. Uh, at number six, I have Triangle of Sadness. Uh, Triangle of Sadness was another one of those. This was actually kind of an indie movie. What's interesting, I never seen an indie movie in theaters, uh, where all the trailers are also indie movies. Really good. Uh, so it was by Neon, uh, the same company that did, uh, Parasite, I think. Looks like they have a lot of movies coming out. Might be the next like A24. I don't know. But Triangle of Sadness kind of was shot in these three parts. Beginning was setting the stage with this couple. The middle was just the cruise line (laughs) fiasco going crazy. And if you want to eat the rich kind of mentality, eat the rich mentality, uh, this is the movie for you. Because it just shits on the rich in like a very funny way. Um, And then the third act is kind of like this rebuilding of society and who really is in charge. And yeah, I don't know. I thought Triangle Sadness was was done very well. I didn't really know what we were going to watch. The first act is a little slow, but two and three are really strong. So Triangle of Sadness is in there at six. And number five, I have Barbarian. Uh, Great movie. I mean... Just had a, I just had a great movie experience watching this. I mean, it's funny, it's scary, uh, it's so interesting, it's original. Um, the bad woman is ridiculous, but awesome. I don't know, it's just so funny. The, the quick shot they do in the middle of the movie, where I, I thought like the movie had ended, and it started a whole new movie. I didn't know what I was watching. I had no clue what I was in for. Justin Long, as horrible of a person he is in the movie, he plays it so well. So I loved Barbarian. Uh, Sienna didn't like it as much. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was good. I thought it just was so interesting and scared the shit out of me too. I wish they did more though. The homeless guy says she's not the worst thing that's out here. I really wish we learned more. Um, But yeah, at number four, I have The Menu. Uh, The Menu. I mean, kind of follows the same trend of Triangle of Sadness of like, uh, you know, eat the rich, the richer meme kind of thing. The menu is so good. It it has a lot of comedy in there. Um, a lot of uh, suspense and like what's going to happen and ends really well. I mean, a lot of the, all the characters you hate, they're horrible people, horrible people um, in like the best way possible. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just so good. I, I recommend everybody watch the menu. One of my favorites. We had a blast in the theater watching this. At number three, I have Top Gun. Probably pretty chalk, uh, but it's so good. I mean, I rewatched Top Gun on the plane uh, back from Hawaii, and it holds up. Obviously, seeing it in theaters is the best, right? That huge screen, the sounds. I mean, that's the best way to see it. 
but it's so good. I, I really thought this movie was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be kind of a meme, Tom, old Tom Cruise. I, I didn't know what to expect. That's how you do a sequel. That's how you do a reboot. Uh, I mean, it was fantastic. It, everything in it, the score, and it just pays you know so much homage to the original. I, I can't say enough about it. Top Gun was amazing. I would watch it again and again. Number two, no surprises. If you know me, no surprises. Best comic book movie of the year, The Batman. I've seen this three times now, and it's so good every time. I will say the third time watching, the runtime is a bit long. I get that. But the slow burn, the detective part, I mean, this is, that's, that's Batman. I mean, you know, a lot of people said there wasn't enough action, but, uh, you know, I think you're kind of like one of those Marvel lovers, uh, you know, nose breathers, if that's the case. Because the Batman was shot so well. The score was good. The cinematography was good. Riddler was great. Batman was great. Jim Gordon was great. I mean, there's so many parts of that movie that are fantastic. I just don't know what else to say. I thought it was the best comic book movie of the year. And at number one, nobody's surprised. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. This movie was crazy. It was funny. It was beautiful. It, this movie's beautiful. It kind of takes a little bit to get into. Um, it's a little slow to start, but you're very excited to see where it goes. And it doesn't disappoint. I mean, this is what Doctor Strange should have been. I mean, it's it's done so well. I mean... Everything in this movie is beautiful. The dialogue is is in like just perfect. The the visuals, I mean, Jesus, like the visuals, the the effects, it, it's so good. I mean, I recommend everybody seeing this movie. It's done so well. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any more I could say about this. It's just fantastic. And that wraps it up, guys. So uh, just to recap, we have 15 Black Phone, 14 Avatar Way of Water, uh, 13 we have Spirited. 12, Wakanda Forever, 11, Nope, 10, Glass Onion, 9, Smile, 8, Turning Red, 7, Bodies, 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 6, Triangle of Sadness, 5, Barbarian, 4 is The Menu, 3, Top Gun Maverick, 2, The Batman, and number 1, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, we're back. No cap. Um, definitely happy we had a, a, a submission this time around. Um, it's been a little light. Been a little light. Need y'all to uh, DM me, text me, hit us up on the on the website. Uh, yeah, I want some submissions. So this person wrote in, basically saying, "Hey, uh, I followed some girl on Instagram." She had, you know, 4,000, 5,000 followers, and she followed me back. They were pretty surprised because they weren't following that many people. So it's not like they're just like a follow whore, um, if that's like a bad word to say. But, uh, you know, they're not just following anybody. So they followed him back. And so he was like, all right, cool. I'm going to DM them. Red at, right? Just left on red. But the interesting thing is they didn't unfollow him. Okay. Then this happened again. Same thing. Girl, you know, probably 2,000, 3,000 followers, uh, low following account, low following count. And this this time he DM'd her immediately and, you know, no response, left on red. But again, not unfollowed. So he's like, what gives? 
This is a tough one. I mean, they could just be following you back because, I mean, like, you know, you're a stud. You're a good-looking dude. Uh, you know, or just, uh, no, I mean, obviously they, they followed you back for a reason, but uh, maybe they just didn't want to get, maybe they just didn't want to DM. Maybe didn't hit him, hit him with a good enough DM, you know? Possible, all possible. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like DMing Instagrams is, you know, it's a dart throw. Sometimes, and it's, you know what it is? I'm going to be honest with you. This is what it is. It's like sales. It's all timing. It's all timing in your pitch. Your pitch could have been off or maybe it wasn't the right timing. You couldn't price the deal. Maybe they're just not interested in looking to switch over to a new carrier. You know what I mean? Totally, totally could be the answer there. Um, you know, I don't really know what else to say to that. I mean, it's hard because you don't want to unfollow them, right? Obviously, you're saying they're a pretty girl, a lot of followers. You're happy you got to follow back. I would say monitor the following still. Monitor it. Because maybe they follow you and then they're smart. They wait like six months, then unfollow you. That could be a game too. I would say it's that or just the timing. Um, the pitch wasn't strong enough. Uh, you know, many things. But, uh, you know, women are, uh, I'll put it nicely, complex creatures. So I have no effing clue. But just like sales, it's all a numbers game. Keep dialing. You know, Wolf of Wall Street, put your head down and don't pick up your head till six. It's a numbers game. Keep going, keep pushing. Revise that pitch. It's all, it's all uh, you know, opportunity, just being there. Timing. Yeah. And that finishes no cap. And that finishes the episode, guys. Thank you so much. Again, uh, so happy to be doing this in 2023. Um, you know, the usual, like, subscribe. Uh, try to look at our TikTok. I'm going to try to get that thing going again. Um, reels, etc. I hope you like the contest we did. Obviously, Elf won the Christmas. And for Thanksgiving food, I think it was mashed potatoes or mac and cheese. Forgot which one that won. Good plates, irregardless. Love saying that. Irregardlessly. Um, but yeah, so just keep you doing your thing. Please DM for the for no cap. Um, I want to hear your, you know, what you guys got going on. I'd love to try to help you guys out. And, you know, uh, we're going to have new merch coming this year. And, take, you know, check out BigSmallTalksPod.com. Uh, check us out on Spotify. And we should some have some videos coming back up. So thanks, everybody.